You enter the dungeon and see the evil wizard pointing his wand directly at you. He says, Show me a funny and delightful actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast or I'll consume your souls! What do you do? I take out my phone and find Quest Friends Forever on Spotify. I show him how to find Quest Friends Forever on Apple Podcasts. I share the Quest Friends Forever Instagram and YouTube pages with him. And you all get critical hits! Yay! Yay! Quest Friends Forever is an actual play podcast starring four friends with varying levels of Dungeons & Dragons experience. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday as we embark on fantasy adventures, play fast and loose with the rules, and laugh at each other's shenanigans. No prior D&D knowledge is required to listen, so everyone can feel free to join the fun. Quest Friends 4, that's the number four, like how there's four of us, ever. Find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's Quest Friends Forever. Remember how what? I told you my dad wants to start a business? Yeah. yeah. He just texts me and he just texts me and he goes, Cannabis vending machines. And I was oh like, my God. I don't know what the legality of that is. <laughs> I mean But that's a great idea. Do you know what's so funny is that I texted my dad the other day and asked him if he was disappointed that I was born on four twenty nine and not four twenty. Welcome to the Lousy Advice Podcast. My name's Eric. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jake. And this week we have the incomparable Russ Wood, a.k.a. Ike, a.k.a. Eichlers, on the podcast to talk about Sprainerd. What is up, Russ? Hey, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's going on? What's new? What's happening? The hippity hat. Just hang, hanging out in my kitchen, drinking wine, and thinking about Ska. I actually am thinking about Sprainerd a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like Ska is more of a vibe. I really like the picture you painted there. What kind of wine? Um... We've been buying a lot of this Ravenswood, this old vine Zinfandel. Oh, Zinfandel. Oh. Very nice. Yeah. I love a good Zin. Love a Zin. A nice oh. Zinny. Pe peppery and delicious. Love What's a, not to like? Love a nice Zine, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. The Zin vine. Zine, the, the, for short. Zine, for short, as they know, as we know. Um, cool. Well, I'm happy you're enjoying your wine. How's everybody feeling tonight? I'm feeling fabulous. Feeling fine, fantastic, and fruitful. For you listeners, it's a Monday night. But for us lousy advice podcasters, it is a Friday night. So we're feeling yeah. good. It's Friday night. Yeah. When we go I've to eat I don't have to eat in the middle of the podcast for once. That's true. Jake, did you already eat? I already ate. What, what did you, you have for dinner? Yeah, that. yeah what'd you have? Uh, those fries that I get sometimes, you know, the fries that it's like, the, oh, the, it's the, the French nuts. fry with the cheese and the chicken and the macaroni and cheese on, you know, it's the, <laughs> no. the sauce all over it. The big, no, I don't fucking know. The big nacho fry. Yeah. 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 It's like a big nacho fry with chicken. Gorge. And uh, yummy, macaroni and cheese. How are you feeling? It sounds that? amazing. Are you feeling I'm good? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Okay. I'm energized. Okay, I love that. I love the way food is uh, turned into energy for the body to use in everyday life. Um, metabolism. Metabolism, that's the word. God, I really am so good at words. Um, <laughs> this is a Lousy Vice podcast. We're doing the Sprainerd episode. This is the band Sprainerd. How everyone loves Sprainerd? We love Sprainerd. We love Sprainerd. We do. We do, collectively. Historically a huge fan. Historically a huge yeah. fan. You'd go on my record and say... Band, my second favorite band of all time. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, well, really? that's big talk. Yeah, oh, it is. shit. Yeah. Okay, pressure's <laughs> on. Well, on that note, Jake, tell us why they're your second favorite band of all time. So, because this always has to come back to this. I was at a show seeing Teenage the Lawrence Arms. Oh, okay. 
seeing the Lawrence Arms at the Asian Man 15th anniversary shows. Yes. Gorge. Um, and it was at uh, it was at bottom of the hill. And I remember I I was like there all day for for that specific show because I wanted to see Lawrence Arms. I wanted a good spot, all that stuff like that. Um, and I think Sprainer played second or third. And they op- they they came out and they opened up with uh, "Damn You a Box," and I remember just being in the front and it just like blowing my fucking mind. And you never heard him before? I had never heard him before at all. Oh. Like like I literally was just like standing there in the front, and then they just start playing, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> and they're just their whole set. I was like mesmerized. And then after the show was done, I went and bought like all their records because because I think Fun Titled had just come out or whatever. So I like bought Fun Titled. I bought some shirts. I like bought like hell of stuff from them because I was just like floored by how good they were. Well, and then like, and then like a couple months later, they they broke up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like like that, like not that long after that too. Uh, they had the saddest breakup ever, where they were like, "We're not friends anymore," and that's and why they, we're not a they band. They were like anymore. the friend band. That yeah. was their thing. <laughs> yeah, it was really sad, and, and then true? you know the whole. Yes. I, yeah, I guess when you make being the friend was. band a thing, you stop being friends. Oh, I bet. Notoriously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like if there's a lot of pressure on that, and people are like, "We love your friendship," you're like, "Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> like be what friends and be friends in front of me. Let me see your friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> what Jake friends. just said is really mind blowing, though, because not that they not that be, what. Whoa, not that <laughs> him liking Sprainerd is groundbreaking, but like him liking a band right off the bat, hearing it is groundbreaking because Jake just doesn't like bands like that. Yeah, often. And my first my first tattoo is a Sprainerd tattoo. Which one? No shit. Really? It's my, it's my life is something to laugh about tattoo that I got right here. Oh. So, there you go. My my first tattoo is also a Sprainer tattoo. Whoa. Whoa. Is it? What, is it? what is it? <laughs> For real. It's the little uh, heart logo. Oh, yeah. I was going to get that right like right here, too. Yeah. I have, I have mine on my on my right thigh. Yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. Um, well, speaking of that, Russ, what is your history with Sprainer? So I, I got into them. So there was like this pattern in high school where one of my friends would inter my friend Nick specifically shout out Nick Brancaccio would recommend me a band and I'd be like yeah whatever and then six months later I would get really 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 into that band and I remember he he found cut and paste on I think it was on if you make it if y'all remember that website it was it was yeah. that like like pay whatever you want site right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and they yeah. did the pink couch sessions and stuff Le- legendary legendary taste making in high school for me um, and he like recommended me that record on if you make it and i was like ah, cool. this is cool whatever and then i was helping out an asian man once and i think fun titled had like really just come out and mike was like oh you should check out this band you really like latterman people say they sound just like latterman and i was like <laughs> we'll see about that and then i took the fun titled cd home and i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever heard and then from there huge fan yeah it was it was amazing and i i saw them as many times as i could so many vivid memories associated with the songs and growing up and becoming a person crazy <laughs> wait so what year did they break up like it was like 20 god it was like right after x and square came out hold on i think it was 2013 yeah something that sounds about right because mark had quit the band and then they got that guy jake to play bass yeah, yeah. and then they made that one record or uh fucking oh my god i can't even remember what it's called yeah 23 because x and square was 2012 so that 2013 would make sense. 
which was great for me because I hopped on board in 2014 yeah. when that was done, <laughs> um, yeah. which was very, very tough for me. So you were a post-mortem I was post-mortem. Yeah. But I, don't rem- I cannot tell you how I heard of them. It was just that they were so relevant at the time that it was likely that just everybody around me was posting about them or talking about them. Yeah. Um, I'm also a big Joyce Manor fan and those two bands, yeah. there was a point in time, especially cause they shared a drummer go like we're hand in hand. So yeah. um, I finally got to live out my dream partially um, at fest <laughs> when they reunited. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. Um, it was, r- it was rough. I'm not going to name names, but one of my friends was having a rough night during spray nerds. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm going to be yeah. in the room while they're playing. And I was, you know what? I was in so the, in the room while they were the playing. Room. And I even Meanwhile, enjoyed, I was, I was, I was bruising my rib watching them play. I know I could, <laughs> you know what? Jake came up to me though. And I had just taken a shot and he's like, we're going to the front. And I was like, if you had seen the crowd there, I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to the front. Um, so I, I watched uh, a few songs from the back. I, I yeah. wish that I remembered more of that night. Um, but unfortunately, it was fest. But I do know that. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat where I remember <laughs> the show starting. And I remember like two songs in the middle. But I don't remember the rest of it you at all. pretty smashed much. your head into the fucking stage or something. Probably, yeah. And I also was there. very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember being so nervous though because I was the group that I was with. I was hanging out with like the get married people, and we were ended up in this random fucking hotel room with some random person. I don't know, but I was like standing in the corner, like slow, set, like just kind of quietly being like, "Fuck, I'm gonna miss Sprainerd." And Jake Margo comes up to me and he's like, "We're gonna leave right now, and we're not gonna miss Sprainerd." Um, and literally somehow rallied so hard, got everybody the fuck out of there and got us there just in time, like right before the doors closed off for like being at capacity. No shit. It was so scary to me. (laughs) Yeah. I would be so anxious. I've been in that situation at like a fest because I've never been to fest. I'm really excited to go shout out fest. Um, but (laughs) I've been in those situations too, where it's like, I literally came here for this. This is the one thing I need to do. Sprainerd was the reason I bought the fest ticket. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? Jake's going. I'm buying a ticket. I'm just yeah. going to make this happen because Spray because Sprainerd was playing. So yeah. it was life changing. Yeah. Thanks, Sprainerd. I love that. I also have to attribute them for like introducing me to a lot of ba- other bands that I love because they are involved in this like scene up there in Pennsylvania, like in the Lehigh Valley. And there's all these great bands that because they released a bunch of stuff on this label called uh, Square of Opposition. I'm wearing the square of opposition. Yeah, baby. And and they, and they, they just, there's so many bands that were on that label and through that scene that I just fell in love with because of them. Like they're the link to that, like cry baby and casual and like all these other bands. And then, and then all those bands ended up forming big nothing, which is the weirdest thing ever. And they're Yeah. And they're so good. And, 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 and it's just this weird like lineage of like following all these people through all this different stuff that just is like, you know, um, I can I can like trace back to them. This is the Lazy Vice podcast, aka Tune Draft, kind of, sort of. Yeah, Tune Draft. It's the name of the game. Um, a, game a game in which members of Lazy Advice and guests will competitively competitively collaborate to create artist or genre centric best of lists. Uh, my name's Eric. I'm going to be your draft commissioner. What's up, everybody? And creating tonight's lists will be uh, Jake, Shelby, and Russ. So, um, what we're going to do is. Uh, essentially go over a little trivia round. That'll dictate the order of picking. 
Uh, and so we're treating this like a little fantasy football deal. If you, I mean, you've listened, so you know what's going on. Let me go over the drafting positions. I always get bad. I'm so bad at reading off of this <laughs> thing. I'm so sorry. Uh, one person will be drafting positions 11, 10, 6, and 3, uh, which is the worst placement, but you get a lot of picks. And you receive a veto override on top of your veto, meaning you can veto a veto as well as veto. Whoa. Um, on top of that, <laughs> next, uh, the second placement is 9, 8, 5, and 2. It's a good amount of choices in the middle of the list. You get kind of high there with the number 2 placement, um, and you will be getting a veto as well. The last uh, placement is 7, 4, and 1. You only get three picks, but you get the number 1 slot, which is kind of like a high honor, especially on a list where it is canon. Uh, Spraynard themselves could not change this list. It is forever yeah, no. known, forever will be the best of Spraynard. Um, in. Yeah. Sorry about it, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the deal. Uh, do we have any questions before we start trivia? No, but it's crazy that this is canon because I feel like genuinely we're probably going to have a lot of first-time listeners on here, and I'm not sure that we're going to make them happy. Ooh. But you know what? Hang tight. Yeah, I'm not sure either because because we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. Yeah. We'll I'm very see. stressed. I hope we get some hate mail. That'll be fun. I, hate you know what? I do like getting hate mail. I do love it. It's really fun. Like I on the Green I Day episode, the, the Green person. Day is probably the most hate mail we got. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I swear at least like every so often the same person will message me and be like, hey, this episode was great. By the way, your opinion on this band, this band, and this band sucks. <laughs> and I don't know this person. <laughs> and you know who you are. Strangers of the internet, thank you for berating handle. us for our opinions. But I kind of love it, so keep on doing it. Same. I, yeah, I'm I, into it. It's good attention. Um, cool. We're going to go into the trivia round. Two rules before we do the trivia. Uh, one is the Alex Trebek memorial rule, which is I must finish the question before anyone can answer. And the second rule is the Lord <coughs> Bullington rule, meaning only one wrong guess before everyone answers. Um, I'm dying to hear this trivia. I'm dying to hear what the fuck you came up with. It's nothing crazy. I'm scared. These questions are usually wild. It's it's <laughs> truly nothing crazy. Don't even... like. I, I was hate. expecting Tim and Eric related since that's where the name came from. Oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> well, get ready to be wrong. You guys are fucking scaring me. Um, huh? They're scaring me. They're freaking me out. Their energy is too similar. I feel like also they have like they both have like the long hair except for one of them is blonde. It feels like they're going to come for me. The, vi- the vibes are, the vibes are the too vibes. synchronized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. So to buzz in for this, all you got to do is say your name. I will be biased. So whatever I hear first uh, goes. And if I don't <laughs> hear it first and pick something else, it doesn't matter. Um, are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is Spraining Trivia. First question. What happens when you roll your ankle? Shelby. Shelby. You sprain it. That's correct. Shelby oh gets it right. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, what would you like? Oh, I'm taking the number one position. Absolutely. 100%. Perfect. That's what I'm doing. Seven. Jake, it's going to be fine. <laughs> Jake looks shook. <laughs> uh, I didn't want it, but... Um, oh, I did. I don't know. I'm just so nervous about it. <laughs> Okay, Long wow, week. Shelby, thank you for getting that right off the bat. Yeah. I love it, because I only have two questions, so... Oh! <laughs> oh, okay, question number two. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Spraynard yeah. is famously from Westchester, Pennsylvania. Name the Jackass spinoff series starring John Vito, Don Vito, that took place in the same town. Jake. Jake. Viva La Bam. Viva La Bam is correct. Jake, <laughs> what picks do you want? That's why... Uh, so if you go back on the big nothing 
uh, Instagram. Uh -huh. Oh my. They got Bam Margera to announce their new record through oh, Cameo. <laughs> yeah. insane. That wow. makes perfect sense. I loved that show. I um, literally I did too at the, the time only, for sure. The only thing I know about Westchester is Bam Margera. That's it. Yeah, pretty I much. know nothing yeah. else about um, that place. I think he was I'm, so I'm, cute. I'm, and these days oh. I think about my opinion and I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm gonna go I get it though. Uh, I get it. I'm gonna continue our streak of being assholes to our guests, and I'm gonna take nine eight five and two. Damn. Gorgeous. Nine eight five and two. Locking it in. That means Russ, you get eleven, ten, six, and three. You get a lot of picks, right. Russ. Sounds good. And the veto override. So yeah. if Jake vetoes and me and you don't this... like that he vetoed me, you can say, you know what, Jake, I think you're wrong, and Shelby's right, and people say that. There's only um. Sounds good. Shelby and I only have one veto too, because because yeah. the last episode. There's like him. 15 vetoes deployed <laughs> by everybody. So yeah, that was madness. That was the that most was the Menzingers one, right? It yeah. was, yeah. That was the most yeah, amount of vetoes so ever given in an episode. The Don veto, if you will. <laughs> hey. I mean, I don't know. I'm just on it today, guys. This Diet Coke is not kicking in, and I'm sorry. I want more. I have some coffee in this. It's like iced coffee if you want like a sip, if you want to take the lid off. Oh, is that real? Yeah. Are you sure? It's espresso. I'm so nervous. Should I be doing this? I'm going to just take one sip. It's fine. It's just a sip and it has mostly like just coffee and like caramel. Just like. That's the real deal right there. Yeah. That's gorge. Are we doing this? We're doing this. I'm nervous. This? Is that crazy to just do it? Is, is that it crazy, crazy to just, do just do jump in? Is that bonkers? <laughs> is that is that goo goo? Is that wild? Is that gaga? Is that even? gaga even? I can't even believe it. This is this Raynard episode of the Lousy Advice Podcast. We're starting off with our guest, Russ, number 11, official canon, number 11, top best Raynard song of all time. What is it? All right, number 11, I'm going to go with Medicine from Mabel. My my only Mabel track on my list. Oh, your only song Mabel rocks. track. Ooh. Kick, kicks you right in the butt right away. I'm a Mabel stan. I love that song. Good choice. I think it's good. That's a good spot for it, too. I saw Jake holding his mustache momentary moments ago. I, I don't think Jake's a Mabel Stan. Oh no, um, I'm not. I'm definitely not a Mabel Stan. This was, but this was number five on my list. Oh, really? Oh. I love this song. I think lyrically, it's probably it's top notch. It's it's definitely like a big jump from like the past records in terms of lyrics. Yeah, I get because it's more, you know, um, I don't know. It's like vulnerable in a different way than they used to be. And that's what I think makes it kind of an interesting song, especially lyrically, like, you know, and, and the chorus is so passionate. Oh, so good. Just where you have the, the dual Pat vocals where it's like you have Pat going, you have both Pats going high in like different registers and it's like absolutely phenomenal. Would uh, you yeah, say that I, both I Pats that are firing on all cylinders? <laughs> they both are. They're both firing on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, Shelby, you said you like the song. Oh, yeah. I really like, I really like Mabel. I have a, I have a few songs on my list, but they probably won't all see the light of day. But yeah, I, I really liked that record. I Like I said, I came to the band after, I don't know when they released this, but I came through to the band rather late in the discography and I really enjoyed this record. So I've always thought, I've always thought that there was a, something very special about getting into a band and like, you know, being really excited about them. And then they release the album after you get like excited about them. Oh yeah. yeah. So that was Mabel for you then, right? Yeah, it was because I think it came out like years. It was years, right? Between, between... came out twenty fifteen, I think. So it was year. It was a year, a full yeah. year. 
Wait, was Mabel their last release? No, second to last. No, second to last after that. Yeah, because the last on. things that um that two songs that that split with Violent Soho. Oh, but, yeah, see, I'm only thinking. Thing. I'm only thinking in the full length life. Yeah. So okay, I was like, wait a minute, I'm yeah. confused. Okay, yeah, it's a, it's a you know it's a great song with a unique subject matter about you know uh, giving yourself over to somebody completely. Uh, it's just great. I feels it feels very, it feels it feels very quiet here in the eleventh position. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's because we're all so agreeable right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to yeah. see, and I just want drama. I know nothing about this. I just want you guys to fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I guess that means we're locking in medicine at number 11. Is yeah. everybody going once? It's a great twice? start. It's a great start. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just sitting there chilling. Sold for 11. Um, Get ready to write some titles, Eric. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I that was because I don't know if you glanced wrist. at their discography. Wait, let me see real quick. <laughs> that, that was my first thought when y'all invited me to do this. I was like, Eric's gonna have to be taking down some song titles yeah, for okay. doing this band. I'm seeing a couple so far. Okay, that one's got a lot of them. And yeah, okay, these are big names. Big cool. names. <laughs> Gorge. I'm excited. Um. Okay. Well, that means we're gonna lock in number eleven, and we're going right back to you, Russ. What's your number ten? All right, number 10 um, is Trembling from Exton Square. Trembling. Why do you like Trembling? It's just, it's honestly deals with subject matter that they did not touch upon to that point, which is sexual assault. And I just feel like the, oh, wow. the imagery they use is so good and just, just all the action words and what a hook. What a fucking hook in that one. But I, it's just, it. I, I think number 10 is a good spot for it because it just doesn't match up nostalgically with the rest of their shit for me. Hmm. How do you feel about that, Shelby? I mean, I told Jake this earlier. I'm going to be hard fucking pressed to veto any of these songs. You're going to be a juicery. Genuinely, like I'm, it's, it's possible. <laughs> I'm not making any promises, but it's possible I'm not going to veto. Um, this song didn't make Ooh. my list, but it is a good song. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely fine with that. Jake, Gorge. your thoughts? Oh, this is this is a fantastic song. And you really like this. X and Square is my favorite spring release. I was gonna say you. Said I yeah. just think it's 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 just absolute perfection. Um, and yeah, the lyrics to this song once again are just absolutely phenomenal. There's the part where he's like, you know, uh, you may find it hard to believe, but you're more than what he what he did to you that night. And then the the part where it just the does the pause and it does the um, you're beautiful. Don't let them tell you otherwise, and it's just absolutely—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like next level stuff. It's so and just good. that little rolling drum fill back oh, in the yeah, chorus. Oh yeah, yeah, we're just building. Oh my up. goodness! Yeah, oh my god, it's so good. Um, and and I have to say too, because because we didn't mention this, Pat as a drummer is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Holy shit! Especially no for his setup, he uses Eric. He uses a, a a bass drum, floor tom, snare, hi hat, and ride, and that's it. That's, that's oh, all the, he uses. But he's somehow the most creative drummer I've probably ever seen with that just that setup. It's insane. I love that. It Jake, is you are, like you are speaking my level. language right now, man. My thoughts <laughs> exactly. He's yeah. only it's using what level. he needs to use. Yeah, I mean, and, I, yeah, that's pretty sick. It's cool. Yeah, I remember. Um, oh, sorry. No, go I was ahead. gonna say he's not the same drummer from Cloud Nothings, is he? No, God, no. Okay, no. he's. He he's the drummer in in uh, Joyce Manor now. Oh okay, because the one time I did see Cloud Nothing's, their drummer had that exact same setup, and I remember being like, "Holy shit, 
Yeah, I that mean, dude's wild too. He's just in, he's insane. But again, it's floor time kick, snare, hi hat, ride. Yeah, nothing else. Drums like, go bang one bang. Time I saw him one time. I saw <laughs> Pat drum for Iron Sheik like that, and it was Whoa. insane. <laughs> it was so good. I remember at one so Kill the Bats was lucky enough to play. I I used to play guitar in that band, Kill the Bats. Um, we I think we opened for Spray Nerd once, which was like my absolute dream come true. And I had like gotten everyone really into the band, especially our drummer Willem. And I remember he, his his mouth was open the entire time watching Pat play drums. It and afterwards, great. he was like, "That's it. That's all he uses, and he plays that kind of stuff." And I was like, "Dude, right? It's fucking crazy, dude. It's insane." He's I like have next known, level. I have seen your face, Russ, so like so far back into my memories, and I never really knew you until this year. That's crazy. Yeah, why? I right? have been to kill the bat. To a kill the bat to show, actual, actually. I have. I, I didn't have, have a car, and I, was I have in arrived to kill a bat. That's insane. That just clicked <laughs> in my little tiny noggin. Sorry. Wild. Wow, full circle. We love everything. Comes full circle. We love a, a full scene moment. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also one thing about that song, I like that song, but it didn't make my list because um, it can be triggering at times to some people. I'm I can sure. imagine. Oh, um, yeah. So that's why it didn't make yeah. my list, but it's a fucking incredible song. And if you want to just listen to it and be overwhelmed and cry for a minute, 10 out of 10. Are yeah. we locking that in? Yeah. 10 out of 10 at number 10. 10 out of 10 at number 10, <laughs> trembling. Also, I just realized medicine was my number 11 as well. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, synchronicity. I, I thought it was 10, and then I looked and I was like, <laughs> oh, no, that's last. Number five. I'm surprised it wasn't higher on everybody's list. Wow. That song was great. It is great. Anyway. So I do want to just, for the record, say this might be like the cleanest from the, from beginning into the game that we've done, yeah. it feels very like smooth. The vibes are impeccable, yeah. right? The now. vibes are like yeah, the vibes just, are impeccable. Yeah, there's no. It this is seems, smooth as sea. This seems like yeah. the polar opposite from how y'all started the Menzingers episode. Yeah, <laughs> it, it fully yeah. Are, just it boom, fully clash is. right away. It could not <laughs> have been more for different. the rest of the time. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, okay, well then, let me not um, ruin the vibe with uh, calling attention to it. Um, Jake, <laughs> you're on number nine. What's your number nine? So for number nine, uh, we were just talking about th uh, the orders of their releases. Okay. And specifically, their what their last release was. And it was a little split with Violent Soho. So at number nine, I'm going to put Backroads. Veto. <gasps> I would. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. I hope you're vetoing okay. for a very good reason and not a very I'm, bad I'm one. I'm into that. Right I'm into that. I'm into that. Um, I'm okay. So in in its place, then. Oh shit. I'm going to give, um. Cut and paste a little love, because I feel like I, love I feel like it may not get much love otherwise. Love arts and crafts. Um, <laughs> because it's very overshadowed by what came after. You're right. Uh, but for the love, I'm going to give it to the last song on the record, which is Damn Julie Damn. Oh. I feel like in my heart, I knew this is what you were about to choose. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know because I heard this. I was listening to the song earlier and I was like, I feel like Jake probably likes this song. Yeah, I was like, know, this it's, isn't it's, going on my list, but I feel like Jake will probably is probably somebody who got, this song um, is for. It's not on my list either. If you listen to songs that I've written or helped write, it has that same vibe, you know, because the ending of it, the as the lights go down, oh, part, yeah. uh, it's very round trip. It's very uh, 
songs on our new record, there's a couple songs that have that same vibe where at the end, everything kind of comes down and it's meant to be like, you know, it builds up to like the same lines over and over again. It's a really good album closer. Yeah. And yes, yeah, it's like a great closing. It, we talk about doing a closing songs list and that this would probably make my list. That That's how much I love this song. Um, that's a really fun idea. And it's really that moment to me that makes the song what it is. Cause you know, the rest of it's really impressive. In fact, I wish I could put more from cut and paste on this list, but you know, it's like, it's like picking like, you know, degrees of what's good and what's, what's not good. For sure. I mean, you could, you could argue that you're cutting and pasting, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm maybe cutting and pasting this list. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, this song is so fun because it just, just lyrically reminds me of, you know, being, uh, in those middle to late teens and just kind of like, you know, being with your friends, playing music, doing stuff, you know, like there's a lot of start with, you know, with basements and acoustic guitars and park and lots and stuff like that, where it's like, you know, it's like, I like that. It's putting off this vibe that is like, you know, that period of time. It's got big suburbs energy. Yeah. It's got that big suburb energy, um, which as a fan of wonder years, Eric can appreciate. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that same energy where it's like you know uh we're it's it's a little less to less on the negative side and more of like the uplifting like we're here to party <laughs> side it's less wonder years more bong mountain uh oh, okay. oh, whoa yeah. I, I haven't heard that name in years <laughs> i have a question for you jake does yeah. donnie love sprainer too yes okay so i, I introduced was- him to sprainer I'm not going to spoil it because I'm I'm going <laughs> to tell you a song that made me think of Lightweight when I was making my list. But I was okay. like listening through again and actually like because when you're listening for the pod, you're listening with intention. I was like, no fucking wonder Lightweight sounds like this. No fucking yeah, no, wonder there's at so all many songs, the There's so many things that we've stolen from this band for sure. I was and like, Cry this Baby is, and like all day. Yeah, I was like, this is this makes sense to me in a really comforting way. Not to get off topic, but we're trying to throw out the same friend vibe all the time, too. Right, uh-huh. and you do. That's our thing, you know. Um, but we'll never not be friends because we've been friends for fucking almost 20 years at this point. So, Amazing. Yeah, since you guys are babies. Yeah, pretty much. Little babes. Uh, Little babes. Amazing. That, that reminds me, there was there was a point like at like towards the beginning of Kill the Bats when I was obsessed with Sprainerd where uh, Jake... Jake Margo declared the power to veto any of my ideas as being too sprainerdy. Like, I was like, <laughs> guitar parts and bring them to the band. And if, if him and Eddie were like, that sounds too much like sprainer, they could veto it. Wow. It, well, it, you know it what? It quite a bit. Jake's not on this episode, so he can't veto a goddamn thing. Okay. We're done with that. That's okay. in my ears. Damn. Wait. Damn Julie Dam. I was going to say Damn Julie Dam. Yes. I mean, I'm sure. Damn Julie Dam. Damn Julie Dam is locking it in at number nine. You know what that means? What does that mean? We're at number eight, Jake. What does that mean? Uh, Okay. Pick um, the F up. This next song is uh, my number four. Okay, Gorge. Um, And I'm always, you know, I'm I'm always playing this by just assuming that nobody else is going to play any of these songs. So I want to put it on. I want to get on the list in general. Um, and it is, it is the first song they recorded back as a band after the breakup, after the infamous breakup, uh, in 2013. The one. Wait, how many videos do we get? It is one. One. Uh, it is the, uh, 
song off of the the only new song off of the Mark, Tom, and Patrick show. <laughs> I forgot they called the record that. That's yeah, yeah. So funny. That's great. Um, <laughs> Jake, it better be the fucking one. It better be the one because we can't have two from this record on our list. We can't do it. Is, it is Internet May Mays. Vito. Yes, thank you, Shelby. I already have one for that record, and it's the one that I think is like the the what? only one that should be on this list. So you'll see. Tbh, most most of my list is from that record. Yeah. Well, I only have one veto. I no. I so going higher up. That's fine. That song's going higher up. And that's okay. That's okay, Jake. It's okay. Because that song is too good. You know what? And it's okay because it's your you did me a favor earlier. Well, actually, someone else did. So it's fine. I'm I'm coming to terms with it. But for now, it made me feel good to veto it. And that just came out of my soul. Wait, um, before Jesus. before we do that, can somebody explain to me what this album is? It, it's a compilation album with one new song. Of of stuff they'd previously released. Of EPs, yeah. It's like an EP compilation. But of and all it's got of- a live recording and a a version a parody of a Sprainerd song yeah, by everyone yeah. everywhere where they tried to write a Sprainerd song. It's really yeah. funny. Well it's it's until the next time with weird lyrics. Oh, that's right, yeah. About yeah, friends yeah. and people. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Uh, which that's until the next time I almost made my list. But that sounds um, so good. It's great. Uh, okay, Jake. Damn it. Shelby, you're putting me in a tough Ba-na-na-na. spot. I'm sorry. It's all right to tell me what you think about me. I'll try not to argue. I'm trying to choose between two that were on my list. Two songs that are on Fun Titled. I'm trying to pick between the two of them. Pick that one, you know. I'm going to go with probably the the underdog of the two. Which is the second to last song on the record, Not Good Enough, Gary. Oh, I love that song. That's yeah, amazing. it's 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 a great little emotional ditty that is, uh, is that primarily a- sung by Pat the drummer. Um, and it's got such a cool, weird vibe to it. Because, you know, it's it does this weird thing where it kind of just builds up. It does that great thing where it builds up to nothing that I love. Where it it like does this thing where it's building, 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 and then it just drops completely, and it kind of it's weird because it goes up and then it stays at that consistent tone the 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 entire time, that consistent kind of laid back tone. Um, and it's got that really weird ending where it's just like notes and and just symbols, and there's just people talking in the background, like they like they went in went into the booth and were like, okay, everybody just talk. And then they like put that underneath it, and it's just got this weird vibe. And, and I love the, I love, uh, I'm gonna say it's about almost all these songs, but I love the lyrics. I think it's pretty underrated as far as their that album, because uh, because you know there are the hits on that album. There's you know you're, I'm not gonna mention them because yeah, they're, the they're, they're probably they're probably gonna come up, but like <laughs> it's never mentioned in the same breath as, as those songs, and I think that it should be. So that's why um, I put it right here, and I'm the only one left with a veto. Holy, yeah. Jesus, power! And I'm for, of honestly, your power. somehow I just feel like it's gonna be me this next song, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> talk about it. Um, What's crazy is that I don't think I think feel like a big poser right now because I didn't realize that that's what the Mark, Tom, and Patrick show really was. Like I've li- I've listened through it in my times, but I ju- it's normally just something I kind of skip over, and I didn't realize that that is what that was until they just explained it to me. Ooh, that, that it's a compilation. Well, not no, because obviously there's like songs on there, like the fucking do you guys even like you too, and like that there's, you know, e- singles on there. But 
I have been on Spotify since the dawn of time. So my <laughs> Sprainerd life only revolves around Spotify. So it can that's be confusing, confusing at times, as I'm sure you can understand, in the way that's that why the, Spotify does releases yeah. and puts things in weird spots sometimes. That's, that's why the recording quality on it fluctuates the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would also make sense. Did it? They didn't. <laughs> they, you said there was one song on there besides that live recording that was new. So new the first song is the brand new song that, that it was their first song back. But yeah, I'm, it was like we're back, we're Sprainers. But it, it was literally everything they'd already released, or were there unreleased songs besides? No, that it was one? pretty much it was pretty much all their EPs except for X and Square, okay. and the demo. Yeah, and a live recording, and that parody song that Russ had mentioned. And that's oh wow. <laughs> And that's it. What a bizarre way to come back. Yeah, I, I think, but but the song that opens it, that up, record up is so good. What song yeah. is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how is everybody feeling about Not Good Enough, Gary? I love that song. I think I always, cool. yeah, I, I think it's really good. I, for like, seriously, the first 10 or so listens of Fun Titled, I thought that was the end of the record. The fact that there's another song after that with the way that it ends with like the cymbal hits yeah. that we're talking, like feels it feels like the closer. And I feel like it would make a good closer, but the song after that is very good and a much better closer. But it's just it's got big closer energy. I like it. It does, yeah. yeah. It's got big closer energy. <clears throat> now, is this a reference to SpongeBob? Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured, but I wanted to make sure. I remember watching a Sprainerd interview once back in the day and they were talking to Pat the drummer and he was like, yeah, we call our songs these long titles. So because we think it's funny if people yell them out at shows and they have to yeah. yell this long thing. <laughs> and also if you like get the reference, then chances are we can have a conversation with you and be friends. And I was like, yeah. that's amazing. So I'm like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, so my favorite song title and the one that they shout out in, the inter in that interview is, um, are you ladies familiar with the work of Zach and Cody? <laughs> That's the so one where they're like, if people funny. have to shout that out, that's going to be the dumbest thing ever. But I love it. So that's so funny that you say that. It's my turn, right? Yeah. Ooh. It's my turn. I know it's going to happen. I'm kind of hoping that what I think is going to happen, it does happen. But that's funny that Jake said that because that's actually my number, the, the song that I'm playing at number seven. The song is so good. It's really good. What? Oh, oh I knew it. No, Wait, we didn't use that for the other two, damn it. Oh, they just happened so it. fast. Can we edit that in we'll post? We'll put it in in post. Yeah, if you send me it, I I'll can put it in, throw in post. It in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't see it coming. Okay, I'm not. But that song is sick. Like That song is so sick. That song is really sick. It's called Are You I Ladies like Familiar with the Work of Zach and Cody? Yeah, Are You Ladies yes. Familiar with the Work of <laughs> Zach and Cody? Based, based on title alone, it does not deserve that veto, Jake. <laughs> well, it's just, I I like a lot of songs on that. And a lot of songs off that aren't going to make this list, obviously, because right. it's just the, the nature of things. Yes. Um, yeah, but I think that that first EP that's on there, that that's on, that it's like that, just like Mexico and 84 Sheepdog, I think, were that first EP that's yeah. on there. I think that's like their weakest release, <laughs> like those three songs. Interesting. Um, so I, I just can't. I, just, I just can't get get behind it. That song is great, but that's fine because I'm gonna put a song that I don't know if it, the placement is gonna be controversial. <laughs> oh no! Please don't do what I think you're gonna do. I hope I'm not. Um, actually, you know what? 
I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to put Buried in its spot, which is on Mabel. Arguably one of the best songs on that record. Oh, um, I, I, the other song that I was going to put in its place, I feel like it's probably going to be played higher and nobody has vetoes. So I'm just kind of going on a limb here. Yeah, you, you, you guys really exhausted the vetoes before even the top. Rocking vetoes from now on. Wow. Yeah, everything's, everything's in its place from Honestly, now on. Honestly, I'm really happy I brought that up right before the chaos <laughs> happened. Like, remember when I said that right before we got the first veto and there have been a veto yeah. on every position? Look at me. Ugh, I am the Harbinger of Death. You are I love just it. Bathing in the chaos. It's so good. I love I it. I just want to get, you know. We just want this list to be the best it can be. We do. And I think that Buried is a good spot. And I think that if it's going to be on this list, that's probably a good spot for it. And I stand by that. And nobody can tell me otherwise because you can't veto me. Because <laughs> we literally can't. Well, you can tell me otherwise, but you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Now true. tell me. Now tell me, Jake. Tell me otherwise. Straight up. Um, now tell me. It, it didn't make my list. Yeah. Um, it like most, like uh, It didn't. Like I said, Medicine's the only song that made my list off this record. Yeah, uh, because I feel really strongly about it. This song is fine. Uh, I like it's fun lyrically. I like the music video. I don't know. At at the rec, it's it's at the rec center that Pat owns or run like owns and runs. Oh shit! Is where uh, they I, filmed it at. I used to know what that's called. They all worked there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, really? It's, it's it's like him. It's like him like cleaning it in slow motion, or him him like pool. cleaning it in regular motion while there's like a bunch of like slow motion shit happening around him and stuff, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, it's fun. Uh, I like seeing them play this song too. It's a, it's a fun mm-hmm. song to see live, but it just it just didn't make my list. Yeah, I think I mentioned this earlier, not in the pod, but just um, on the side that I feel like my list is probably pretty basic, um, just based on who I am. Like your your basic spray nerd fan, my list probably resembles somewhat of the top Spotify. If you get my gist, it's insane that. Spooky Scary is not their number one Spotify song. I'm yeah, just I was that. really surprised about that too. But then seeing what it is, I'm like, oh, that that does make sense to me. Also, Applebee's Bar is the number one. Is really weird. I think they really marketed the shit out of that record. They did. Yeah, it was also on um that one record label too. I can't remember what it is. It was on Jade Tree. Yeah, it was on Jade Tree. It says right. Epitaph on the on Spotify, which is bizarre. But it was on Epitaph Jade Tree for bought sure. All of Jade Tree's releases. Oh, okay, that's a why. Few yeah, years yeah. ago. Oh yeah. no shit. Damn. Which is wild. So the Epitaph owns like the Promise Ring and stuff now, which is in <laughs> Joan of Arc, which is strange. It, yeah, that's a, that's bizarre. <laughs> we oh. love big money. Yeah, love big, love big money. Big yeah. big money moves on falling, the part of Epitaph. Falling in reverse and Promise Ring are standing. <laughs> Shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> Honestly, splitting image. <laughs> um, well, gorgeous. What a very niche podcast we're running right now. I that is. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to hit big audiences. It's like, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> what What was Russ's thoughts on the song? Oh yeah, what do you think it's, about it? I uh, honestly, pretty much the same as Jake. Uh, Medicine was the only one from Mabel that made my list. I think the rest, the records, the records good. It's just not a sprainerd record to me. I think Medicine is the one yeah. that transcends it. Buried is good. Buried's got a fun hook, like Jake said, fun music video, but it's not, it's not quintessential sprainerd to me. Yeah, I'll say this about Mabel, um, and you can everybody can agree or, or disagree with this, but the record is written in such a straightforward way that the other records aren't. Yes, like musically. I think it's so like it's like really like um, 
pretty straightforward in all the song structure as opposed to like previous records where you get stuff that's a little strange or like musical breaks that are a little interesting. Um, it just is, is a little more, uh, in a, in a way that's like simpler, straightforward kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I'm going to give a counter opinion really quick. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I don't want to lose this thought. So, I look at Mabel the same way that I look at Dear You by Jawbreaker in that is it the best record? Does it have the be- all of the best songs or whatever? No, but it has the best production, I think. Um, I also think that it's the cleanest and it sounds like the one that they put probably the most work into writing, prob- probably knowing it would be their last, whatever. But I don't know. That just really stands out to me. Also, just as somebody who loves those simple cards, uh, simple song structures, yay me, yay me. That's my that's my little spiel of it. That's why I really enjoyed that record. That works. That's fair. I I remember them saying um, that this record, or for Mabel, they stopped writing in the we tense and like brought it down to the me instead of like speaking as a collective which is why i found all their songs so uplifting and positive yeah and i get that too because that's why like when i'm driving down the freeway and blasting sprainerd i'm probably not blasting this record that's not the vibes that it gives but i think it's a good song and belongs to be there belongs there i can't it's much more downer vibe than everything else yeah absolutely i love a good downer love a downer downer. (laughs) all right well lock, lock and buried in at number eight that brings us right. to number six. You mean number seven? Oh, number seven. What am I reading? No, you know what I did when I wrote the numbers? I put eight. Wait. No. I accidentally did two nines and one eight instead of nine, eight, seven. Okay. Yeah. I see Wait, what I did. I'm confused. What? What number are we going to? We just did number, number seven. Six. Okay. We're, number six. We're going into okay. number six. The verbiage there really fucked me up. Sorry, you know what? guys. I, yeah, I think I'm, yeah. Okay, so number seven is locked in. Sweet. And we're going to shimmy on over to number six. This is Russ's third pick. Russ, <clears throat> what is right. your number six pick? Number six, I'm going to have to go with, so I'm, I'm just going to go straight up off my list. I'm going to go with airports and prank phone calls from the Mark, Tom and Patrick show. Why, why, why this pick? That, this, this is just like, so Sprainerd was very important to me, like at the very end of high school and like right when I went off to my first year of college. And this was, and like when I, so I went to college in, uh, in Chico and I didn't, I didn't know anyone. There was no music scene. I was super involved in the music scene in the Bay Area before, like when I was in high school. And so going up to college, I was like trying to do a band and not having any luck and was very lonely. And I missed all my friends. And uh, the hook of this song is like, if it were up to me, I'd relive all those days where we sang the words, hum the melodies over and over again. It's just, you know, just being with your bros, singing your favorite songs at a show. (laughs) And it's just, even now, it just gives me goosebumps to listen to, even though I'm a completely different person from who I was when I was first, like, experiencing that song. So I I gotta throw it on the list. It belongs there. I, I like that. that you can experience that all over again. Yeah, it's wild. I That song wasn't on my list, but I do love a good heartwarming story, so thank you for that. Um, my opinion has changed, as it does when people give me... <laughs> as it does when people come on here and we bully them into pouring their heart and soul out. Yeah. This is the number one bully podcast of podcasts. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> 
we we hold the record. We've probably most... been the nicest to you, to be fair. So that is true. You're welcome. I thank you eternally. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jake, how do you feel about the song? Um, it didn't make my list, but I can definitely identify from the same point lyrically, where I just I I think this song brings me back to being 16 in our friend Kyle from he's in a band called the Def- defending grade now him and Cody are brothers uh, being in their basement and we're just jamming to no end and we're just and we're playing against me songs we're playing defiance oh, yeah. Ohio songs and just all just yeah. all just, let's just singing all these songs you know it just brings me back to that moment of like that experience and then those days and then and and that's what's so strong about the song it's because the recording quality of the song is not great um but just lyrically it's you know it's just so so great you know yeah and dude the the part where like where he he like flips the hook and goes but it's not up to me so i'll relive those days i'm I'm getting goosebumps just like singing it right now yeah 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 yeah. it's It's, so good it, it gives you that feeling if like if you if you had done that it just gives you that experience Absolutely. and that's and that's why i love it yeah it just brings you back to that moment like it brings me back to just playing uh pints of guinness will make you strong in that basement and seeing <laughs> their faces and that's just being just like rocking hardcore and just loving it so much that's so sick. yeah i love that yeah that was really sweet to listen to actually yeah big growing up vibes big growing up vibes big youth energy big youth energy yeah, yeah as they say as they say. Cool. So we're all we're all in agreement. This phase. Yeah, and we have no. Oh, we no don't. Vetoes. We, have we have no vetoes. vetoes so we. Oh, so we're just, we're just chatting right now. Oh, gorge. <laughs> we're just okay. chatting as we do on podcasts. He's got to lock in. I love that. Okay. Well, then this is officially locked in. Can and we all have yeah. one more veto, Commissioner? No. No. Okay. Fine. No. I you mean, considered it though. You looked a little I chaotic. Did, cause, <laughs> cause I kind of want to. You know what? I was kidding. I'm gonna. Think, I think Eric just wants more drama. I'm gonna. Th- I'm gonna yeah, think. Eric's- I'm gonna think about it momentarily while we do a brief. While we do the halfway point. Yeah. yeah. While we let Russ, <laughs> aka Ike, well, aka while, Eichler, for, tell us about all the while stuff we do he's got the. Going on. Uh, hey Russ. Hey. Is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, absolutely. What would you like to plug? Um, Go off. Plug. Um. Yeah. So I I make music under the name Eichlers. I have I have a tape out. I released an album. Late last year, it's called I May Be Cute, But I'm Dumb as Fuck. I have some tapes <laughs> available. Sorry, that's great. No, to, I, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have some tapes available through the wonderful folks at Honey TV. And I am currently in the process. I just finished up recording vocals for the last song on my upcoming Hyper Ska slash Trap Rock Steady LP. Um, wow. Is that under that the same... Out- is that under the same moniker, Eichlers? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so I've got got a lot of lot of music coming out, a lot of fun stuff I'm working on. Just want to sing and play ska. Where can people find you? I am everywhere. I'm mostly I'm mostly on Instagram. All my music is on Apple, Spotify, yada yada. E i c h l e r s. Hell same yeah. Same I'm honestly very yeah. excited to hear whatever this pro- that project is or what do you that, think, that specific uh, uh, sound like that album. I'm really excited to hear that. What do you think, Russ, of my tweet that I tweeted that said that COVID killed the ska revival? You are dead fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I, I, I remember. I remember. Uh, 
late 2019 going, I think 2020 is going to be Ska's year. I remember. Like, I think I remember this is the first year, like where it's really going to be popping off for the for the first time in a while. Oh, dude, yeah. Like I was. So there's there's like a couple like ska songs on I May Be Cute, and that that's like what I like. My first single, "Text Me Tomorrow," is like a ska song, and I remember like being a little bit hesitant. And I was like, people don't like ska, and people don't like auto tune and like trap influenced music. Is anyone going to like this? So that's and the funny that you say is- that. I'm that person, and I listened to Wow Rude, and I was like, this song is sick. This is sick. Yo, that's amazing. Thank you. So that's probably yeah. my favorite song I've ever written. I love that song. It's a good Thank song. you. And I've, I just like made a bunch of friends through the ska scene, like through Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And the like new tone, quote unquote, ska scene is amazing. So many incredibly passionate individuals and like yeah. politically minded folks. And ska is, ska, it's, it never went away, but it is, it is coming back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 2020. I feel that. Do you okay? So do we think that it's going to be the end of 2021 or 2022? It just depends on when shows can happen. I per, I'm going to go ahead happen. and assume that's true. Because because even I, uh, in a, uh, as a person who doesn't like ska, I'm like I'm like vibing into it really hard. Yeah, Jake. Yeah. Like, like especially the like Devin K and the Solutions stuff where they're putting oh. the ska stuff in there. Yeah. Oh my God, have you, have you heard their new song they just dropped yesterday? Oh, it's so good. I am famously in Jake's phone as two-tone Shebly because I used to really be a fucking hater. And then I was like, I'm going to stop hating on things that people like. And then I started listening and listening, listening. And then I was like, oh, I was dumb. (laughs) I mean, I mean, there's there's horn parts on the the new lightweight record that I've written. That's how much Ska is getting integrated into society. Wow. What a Scott intermission we've taken. What a Scott. Uh, <laughs> and we, well, we took a. Wait, no, you know what? I'm not going to say it. We're going to. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it work too, Eric, and I died. Yeah, it was going to be Scott something about. Two, oh, I was going to say, like, we took a couple two steps away from the pod for a second. Um, but it really. This is also you know, where we we desperately reach out to Liquid Death as a oh, yes. company. Liquid Death. Send us anybody, I'm wearing a Liquid Death t shirt. It, it is a very sick t shirt. Yeah, it is a Thank sick you. t-shirt. If yeah, I got it for free for ordering cases of it. See, look, we are patrons of your service. And if <laughs> you join us and let us be uh if you spo- just sponsor us, sponsor our show. You love us, yeah. we love you. Give we us We won't say whether we like it or not. Yeah, actually, you know what? We don't know if we love you yet. We will buy into yeah. your marketing campaign. We will bash you. <laughs> If you if that's what you want, we'll tell you you're fucking dumb. Give (laughs) us water. Is liquid death pro or anti skies is the real question. That's yeah. a good question. If, they, if they're anti sky you guys don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's, that's true. very it's true. not the time to be anti sky yeah. It's true. Yeah. anti sky is not a good look. So, well, not in this moment. It's messy. Yeah. It's messy. Antifa? Yes. anti sky No way. Oh, my God. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> That's going to be in the next Eichler's merch. I love it. Do it. it. Write it down right now so you don't forget. Um, But Liquid Death, straight up, seriously. um, You know, just give us a couple bucks. DM us and we'll make it happen. How does that sound? Um, Or we could reach out to you, but you know what? No, we're planning hard to get. Hit us up. Um, Does that bring us right back in? Is that crazy? That's crazy. (gasps) Sounds crazy. That means we're in our top five. Um, let me go over what we have so far, and then we'll just yeah. shimmy on to number five. So number eleven is medicine. On, what? No, wait, what? 
Honestly, when you said top five, my stomach just sank. I just yeah. got so nervous. <laughs> we're like none of the us runway. We're running out of runway. We're here. Running out of runway. Top five. Is taking off. Top five and no vetoes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I thought. And you know what? I thought oh, about Eric. it. I've thought about it, and I'm not giving anybody any. And here's why. Because I do think it will be more dramatic without vetoes. Completely. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I think just, it'll be like, nobody can do anything about it. It's, does the commissioner have a veto? I th- I think in times of crisis, okay. I do. Yeah. But that has to Mostly be Mostly like, because... We're in uncharted co- waters right now, yeah. guys. There would be a commissioner override if it was like, if it didn't fit the topic at hand. Right. What That's do you mean? You know? Like, when we put the cloud nothings... Like, you know, split stuff on the wave oh list, that's like, yeah no, that's a commissioner override that's yeah 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 true. yeah okay <sighs> all right well then number 11 is medicine number 10 trembling number nine is damn julie damn number eight is not good enough gary number seven is buried number six is airports and prank phone calls jake it's number five <sighs> what are you doing i'm in such hey. a weird position because i want to play the song that got vetoed but okay. I'm also in a weird position where there's only one song off a of fun title off this list on this list so far. That's fun. and that is bizarre. And there could be more. Uh, that's that's fuck titled. It's, it's fuck titled. Um, <laughs> the problem is I love that song that got vetoed so much. You know what? Some people really do. Some people do. <laughs> it's, and it's just too some, bad it's not that good of a just, song. It's, but I just have to. Oh, uh, so, oh you that's know what? an interesting I'm, I'm, take. I'm, what, what I'm gonna do. I'm going to defend that song in the discards. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So what from um, fun title are you dropping? And I'm going to play my number two, and it's going to be the second song off of fun titled. Let's get ready to write this one down, Eric. Oh, I'm, I've already yeah, started. I was, I've already started. Uh, I was going to say, we've been going pretty light on, on the song titles so far. Yeah, we, we have been. Luckily for Eric. Um, <laughs> it is going to be the Denver Broncos versus the Denver Broncos. Perfect. And what a great fucking song that is. What a great song. Jake, why'd you pick the Denver Broncos versus the Denver Broncos? Um, I think that it is one of the quintessential Sprainerd songs. It is so high energy and lyrically positive. Like it is so just like, yeah, like, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, cause the, the chorus of the today, I'll, today I will prove that I am more than a collection of comic books or a high score on the screen. You know, just, just this. Yeah. So good. Uh, and it's just, just this, this, and, and musically it has that strange sprainered way to it where yeah. they're, they're composing all these different parts that shouldn't work, but somehow work together. Um, the chorus is like musically bizarre, which is another one of my catchphrases. Everybody's firing on all cylinders. <laughs> it, let's, just, let's just get them all in there. Um, it is just one of those ones where when you are experiencing this band for the first time and hear the song, you go, this is an all-timer. This is an all-timer song. Yeah, it is. And that's why it's number two on my list. And honestly, like number two position on the record is just like, for, for me, that's like the spot when you're like, interesting sequencing an album that's like wow because well, you, you have the, your first song and that's whatever but like I agree the second though. song is where you should kick it into gear right yeah. yeah yeah i mean i always feel like song number four is like the single the hit on a interesting. record interesting i can see that see yeah i think the first song is the well it's Eric, it's, it's the bring want, in what were why did we place lonely nights at number two 
Because he kicks things into gear. Yes. Yeah. It's a very specific <laughs> thing. It's, no. It's a really real thing. And I feel like sometimes yeah. bands will put a snoozer in that spot and it can really fuck up my flow when I'm listening to an Just, album. I really think you're right. That's a really important, it's a really important right. spot. Yeah, you're right. Because if, if you think about well, if you think about it, Lightweight's number two song is Round Trip on our record. Exactly. A fucking and that's the ranger. one that's supposed to hook you into the fucking <laughs> into the bit. So yeah, makes sense. Fucking razor. But I intentionally put Homesteader as number four on the record because I'm like, this is the banger on the record. <laughs> so this needs to be number four. I can't wait to draft lightweight songs because because I sequenced the record. So <laughs> uh, I was like, this is the banger. So number four is always the banger. Facts. Yeah, we Facts. don't have vetoes. It's number. It's yeah. the number. It's there. It's the number. It's what it is. Russ, it is how do you? I just. How do you feel about the song, Russ? So I was I was just about to interject and say <laughs> yeah. um, this was so when I when I got my first iPhone I like wanted to make a song my ringtone and Sprainerd was my favorite band so this was the intro to this song was my ringtone for probably three years. That's from, a long time think, to hold that real estate. That's impressive. From 2011 <laughs> to probably 2014, this was my ringtone when someone called me, and and even now like just listening to the record again like to do this podcast like. The song starts and there's still a little part of me that's like, shit, you got to pick up the phone. <laughs> so yeah. There's like a weird negativity, but the song is just undeniably sick. And starting a song with the powerhouse of a line in in the powerhouse spot of a record, have I lost sight of what's inside of me? Yeah. Oh, my so goodness. Good. Oh, my goodness. It's incredible. Amazing. I love it. It's, it's musically almost feels like it's written in a weird time signature. Like especially yeah, in the beginning, but it's four. It's four four. But it's just the way that they wrote it. It feels like this is like some rush shit going on here. Like this is like fucking. <laughs> this is some YYZ shit going on, but it's fucking four four. This is weird. Drummer brain. I wish I knew yeah. what he was talking about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Well, gorge. We're all we're all happy. We're all hyped. We're all feeling it. We have to be. We're feeling it. We have no, we have no choice. choice. I, you Eric, know what? Eric wouldn't give us more vetoes. It's true. You know what? He wouldn't. What an asshole. My God. Okay. Just call him Danny Danny Novitos. Danny Novitos. Uh, yeah, Uncle Novitos. <laughs> I love it. Uh, number five is locked in. It has to be. Number four, Shelby. I'm coming back. I'm so sorry. I'm coming home. I'm, I'm coming so home. I'm so sorry. So sorry. So this song was the first song that was vetoed on our list. Um, it happens to be my number two favorite Sprainerd song, and it is Backroads. <laughs> Backroads. I needed it to come oh, back. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I needed it to come back a little higher. Backroads. No. Because it's so good, Russ. Why not? Oh, oh. Those, the, both of those songs are trash. They're not. They're, no. State your case because you didn't state it earlier. State your case on why you had vetoed it and and. Just tell me about it. Tell me how you feel. Because I I am trash and trash recognize trash. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> Not always, because I never recognize I, myself. So, <laughs> aw, um, you're constantly wearing camo. <laughs> <laughs> camo recognize camo. camo, or does it? <laughs> or do you? Um, so the those two songs came out like way after me, like being obsessed with Sprainer. That's why I said like at the top of the pod, like historically they've been a huge band for me. Like by the time they released those songs, I was well out of my obsession. So I, they probably haven't gotten the amount of spins that 
they haven't nearly got the amount of spins that the other songs have. So I just be like that. It'd be like that when you're making a best of list and you're like, no, I get I get where you're coming from. Unfortunately, there's no vetoes left. Um, (laughs) I love this song very much. It's my number two. And maybe it is because I came into loving them later in their time that like, like I said, there's not, a, I don't think that there's any Sprainer that I hate or even really yeah. dislike. There's just Sprainer that I would be like, I wouldn't put this on the best of list, but I think that this deserves to be here. I'm, I'm coming to defend Jake's honor and there, me and Jake don't have synergy very often. So that this is a big no. deal, guys. I guess I got to respect that. That rules. I'm trying. I love this song. Yes. Um, It was my number seven. It lyrically to me just is so up there as one of their top things that they've done mm-hmm. you know i think one of their best lines is maybe um everything seems a little easier when everything is falling apart mm-hmm. it just that feeling permeates this song mm-hmm. in every facet that i just absolutely love it and it just you know the whole backroads thing and the whole like vibe of the song just once again reminds me of being young and being and living in a rural area and 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 feeling these feelings and everything involved with that um that it just really does it for me it really does it for me you're gonna hate this it just brings me back to old grove california you know (laughs) 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 um no no seriously i what you said you hit it on the nose jake um and i think that that is where we do tend to click is that lyrically if you can like tug at my heartstrings a little bit, I'm gonna like your song, even if it's the dumbest. Even if it's the dumbest song, if you can tug at my heartstrings a little bit, I'm gonna. Dumb songs rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love. I'm looking at the re- what the release looks like. I love it, because it's the split with Violin Soho. Yeah. And how on one side it's Spraynerd and one of them's wearing a Violin Soho T-shirt. And on the other side, it says Violent Soho, and one of them's wearing a spray nerd t-shirt. Yeah, that's so cute. That's cute. That's such a cool uh, vibe. That's cool. That's cool. I was going to say it's such a cool vibe, but um, I guess, you know what? It is a cool vibe. We're vibing. It It is released on side one dummy. Whoa. Really? Which I've heard is one of the worst record labels to be on. (gasps) Is it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Tell us more. Tell us. Yeah, I've I've talked to people who have been on that, and they're like, yeah, they just pretty much don't support you don't do shit for you no shit you know who i talked to that told me that the most who? speaking of ska do i have to cut this out or no um no okay great Ooh, well, you're about to get the tea. it was you it was uh, like defunct now right yeah i think so it was uh dave mcwain from biddy and the kids table he told me that side one dummy sucked wow Dang. Dang. and Damn. they put out two of the records yeah, yeah. from the man himself so the only oh. side one dummies here are anybody signing to the label. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. I'm trying to think of the that. last record they put out that I listened to. Probably the Pup one, right? The second Pup record? Oh, fuck. They put that out? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Dang. I guess so. I think the only one that comes to mind is the 59 sound for me, even though, like you said, they did some Big D stuff. And I know they did more yeah. stuff that I listened to. I guess Brandon's just got bad luck with labels, except for Asian Man. Like, yeah. they run Jade Tree, and then Jade Tree went under and got bought by Epitaph. And then they did this with Side One Dummy, and that happens. Yeah. Dang. Oh, let me look at, the, at their last release. Asian I'm just, Man I do. Records I'm just Forever. You know? Asian Man Forever. Asian, Asian Man Forever. Shout out Mike Park. Shout out oh, Mike they're Park. still releasing records. 
Oh, side one dummy is? Side one dummy is? <laughs> yeah. Are we just oh, going no. to do a bunch of bleeps? Wait, should I leave it? I think I'm going to leave it. Is this a call out post? Well, you know what? They released the casualties, so fuck them. Oh. Yeah, oh, fuck them. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You know what? They they released songs by rapists, so fuck them. Fuck them. Plus, like, we're pretty deep in the pod, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're still listening to this Sprainerd episode by now, you probably know what's up, right? Yeah. You're probably in, you're in on the vibe. You're in on the vibe. And you probably don't like the casualties, just like the rest. You probably don't like the yeah. casualties too. So. I just um did that thing with pens. You know when you like you're playing with the little clip on the end and then it breaks, it breaks. finally. Well, you like you're you're like, you know you know that deal. Like that, the, that means that means our conversation must be riveting if you're playing with a pen. I mean, yeah. No, it's just I like oh I would I would I instead I would be doing this, but that's not like conducive to a, a podcast. So I'm like doing the quiet version, which is oh, I'm yeah. not bored. Are you if Blind you're suggesting I'm bored? I just I get fidgety and anxious and that's why I'm yeah. like Jake. <laughs> My god. Okay. Backroads. Backroads. Locked in. Locked in. Backroads. Backroads. No Back Backroads running away. Okay. Um. Number three. Russ. Oh my God. Three. This is Wait, your. Holy shit. We're at number three already. We're at number. We're three at number already. three. This is the top three. This is your oh final okay. pick Woo. for the canon spray nerd list. This is so fucked. Oh my God. Oh God. No vetoes. Oh no. Just no vibes. Videos. No vetoes, just vibes. <laughs> just <laughs> NVJV, my guy. We're merge, pod merge. Okay, I'm going to go with... I'm going to have to go with Jay's Cafe from Cut and Paste for number three. We've got big We've got big uh, reactions here. Some wide eyes, some face covering, some pondering. Uh, Russ, why'd you pick this song? Chick looks shook. Um, I'm shook. I'm very shook. This this song is huge, huge for me. Uh, developmentally, as as our young adult, um, like I said, this is same era. Like just moved away from my scene and my community to go to college, where I didn't know anyone was having a hard time rejoining a music community. Um, and just like kind of kind of like further. It, exploring um like what it means to be a good person and like growing as a person and the the hook to this song so when i read the words you wrote i'll tell you that you are not alone without sincerity this would fall apart so let them see what's inside your heart and that like even again just reading this goosebumps goosies all over the place um <laughs> just, just flo flocks of geese ganders um gaggle there Gag we go. That's the word I was looking for. Is that what they're Gaggle. called? Um, the gaggle geese. What the fuck? Yeah. And gaggles, gaggles tend okay. to gander. Gaggles tend to gander. That that. Oh yeah. We'll move on. Sorry. <laughs> that was the learning moment for me. We digress. Um. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. Just huge. Huge into like making me want to be like a more open person, open with my feelings and sharing with those who I respect and, you know people in my community and just being the best person I can be that that's like what this song means to me and just every time I hear like I before before I reached out and y'all invited me on the pod like I hadn't heard this song in a few years and just the minute I put it on it was just like 
just immediately brought back and just immediately floored by just that same sentiment, which is rings as true as today as it did back then. You know, it's crazy. So, so the song was not on my list, but that was a beautiful story. And I do really like the song. Whenever I listen to very passionate people talk about the songs that they're choosing on this podcast, I'm like, why am I on a podcast talking about this when I say I like it? Drums go bang bang. It's good song. Um, you're really, you know, you're really carrying this for me right now, Russ. So thank you for that. Uh, but that is a, that was a beautiful me. story, and that is a really great song. It didn't make my list, and I probably would not have put it in the top three if it were going to be here. But you know, we are out here. We have no vetoes, just vibes. This is all and vibes. We're happy just with vibes. It. We're happy with it. And there's probably a Spray Nerd fan somewhere listening that's like, good call. That's a good call. Someone's probably thinking that. I am. We're being <laughs> Jacob? Um, I should have not vetoed Zach and Cody. Whoa. Oh, my. Really? <laughs> uh, uh, this song uh, it does very little for me. Uh, it wouldn't have made my top 30, probably, <laughs> of Spray Nerd songs. Whoa. I am you Paula know, Abdul, uh, and he is Simon Cowell. Yeah. No, 100%. <laughs> No, when it comes and I'm to Randy Jackson, just fucking yeah, vibe. Stuff, that's, that's the stuff. That's how it is. Um, but you know, I can't do much about it. Uh, I think there are a lot of great songs with cut and paste, and this just wouldn't be on my top in that record. Uh, but you told a great story about what it means to you, and that's that does a lot for on this podcast. It does. Like you can you can change hearts and minds with the story, and the story was good. The power of words. Uh, yeah. But if I had a veto, I still would have vetoed it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it, it has to stay here. That's so incredible. here it is. King shit. Jay's Cafe. That is the number three best song of all time by Sprainerd. Everybody. Jay's Cafe. I did it. You did it. So we're we're mandatorily locking it in. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to the number two song. This is Jake's last pick. I feel really good about this right now. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I have a really good fuzzy feeling in my heart. I feel like I'm That's so interesting. I Well, I feel like I chose the correct song for number one. So oh, because this, this like, is obviously my number one. Huh? What I'm going to pick here. Right. What I'm going to pick is going to be my number one. Of course. And what is that? Um, Because I feel like this song is an absolute musical odyssey. A slaycation, if you will. It is a uh what I would characterize as a perfect song akin to a song written by Chris McCoggan for the Lawrence Arms. <laughs> something that is absolutely top tier. Something that is absolutely um, next level in terms of <laughs> so songwriting weird. that nobody else can touch. I'm just nervous. <laughs> it, is the, real quick. <laughs> it is the first song off of Exton Square. Whoa! My absolute favorite song. In fact, if we were doing a songs ever written episode, this would probably be my number two or three. And it is "Can I Borrow a Feeling." So I was really nervous because that was my number one, um, and I was <gasps> rightfully nervous. Whoa! I hate when this wild. happens. This was my number one. Oh my god. Oh I'm Jake, you said it was your number one too, right? It's my number one, yeah. Dang. I just uh so this is where it's gotta be, Shelby. I'm sorry. And that's okay because I can still come we can still piece this we list can still together. Put a good song at number one. We can. We we know what song's going at number one. 
We think it we do, just, but you never know. We think we do, but you never know. Uh, <laughs> this one, I think, is the literal absolute definition of firing on all cylinders. Yeah, it is. The drums are killing it in the song, especially towards the end before it builds up into the last chorus. Oh, my God. The build up, the fucking musical crescendo of the song, the absolute powerhouse of their performance builds to something that it just has a great payoff. Like very rarely do you see people, a band build to such a great payoff of a song because like the issue is you'll have bands that will, you're, you have that, that physical feeling of building to something. And then you're like, this better lead to something. And at the end of the song, it leads to a great climax. Those harms. It's- yeah, it's And just the way the song starts with the, you know, just the guitar and the ground down here is shaking. Oh my God. It's, I remember, so I remember getting this record in the mail, the seven inch in the mail and putting it on and just listening to the song and sitting there and holding the lyric sheet and, and just like tearing up listening to the song because it is just so everything like this song is, is every song I've ever wanted to fucking write is Mm -hmm. this fucking song. Yeah. I agree. I think that a really good indicator for me of if I'm going to absolutely fall in love with a song, like like to the point where I'm just listening to it on repeat all day. And I'm not exaggerating because I really do that. I will just keep it on like playing over and over again if I really love a song. This was one of those for me because it could make me teary-eyed within the first like 15 seconds. Absolutely teary-eyed to the point of like I'm about to start crying. And then it happens, not, I shit you not, it doesn't matter how many times I hear this song, I get emotional every single time. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. it's it really ugly. <laughs> big Whitney Houston vibes. Big Whitney vibes. Yeah, it is, it is just, I can't even, because, because, so I remember, because I introduced Sprainer to all my friends. Shout out. Especially when. Shout out to all your friends. Yeah. Fun Titled was out. And I remember them listening to this song because I was like, you guys have to hear the new Sprainer because this song is phenomenal. And everybody's like, oh, man, this sucks because it's really emo. Mm-hmm. And I was You're like, like you guys, I was like, you guys just don't get it. And, and everybody's come around to it now. But I was you like, I was it, like you guys just don't get how great of a song this is because this is just everything that we've ever tried to make. This is what it is <laughs> like, like. The the lyrics are so simple, but say so much, and that's what I think a lot of people struggle with. Um, it just conveys such emotion in such few words, and such in with like the music conveys the emotion of the song. Yeah, and I think a lot of people fail to do that where those two things match, like the lyrics and the music match to convey what it wants you to feel. And that's what I think makes the song just absolutely top tier. I mean, because the, the um, you were the first what I ever met who understood why everything oh. seemed backwards to me is like so. Just the way it's written in the song is, it just hits you like a fucking, like a like a fucking uh, bulldozer just dumped bricks on you. Right. Like it's yeah. fucking insane. When you write when you write lyrics, it I think it makes you appreciate other people's lyrics more because you can really understand 
I mean, it obviously it depends on the person and the, the type of music that the person writes. But like, especially for Sprainerd, you can understand to an extent what they're going through when they're writing these lyrics. It's fucking heavy. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. Russ, what are what is your opinion on this? What's this your... number two song on our list? <laughs> number two forever. This Thanks. was my number seven. Ooh, and, but it was really there. funny considering it was Baldy Hall's number one. It was there though, and that's all <laughs> that matters. It was. Oh, it has. It has to be there. Yeah. It does. So, what do you feel like is like when you're listening to a song? What's the part that you focus on the most? For me, it's yeah. the music first and foremost. Like, That's what that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, my my wife gives me shit for it all the time because she'll introduce me to something. And I'll be like, I don't like it at first, and she's like, But the lyrics are really good. I was like, Yeah, but the melody and like the music, like, yeah, yeah, doesn't do it right away. And if that doesn't catch me, like, it takes a while to warm up. And I, but honestly, I like this song right away. And you know, the line, the line that you highlighted, I remember a very good friend of mine. Uh, shout out Bailey. I think they're going to listen to this when it drops. Shout out. Um, I remember like they were going through um, or they, they were in some relationship at the time when this record uh, came out and they were telling me how much that line meant to them and just related it to like their experience. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And just, yeah, the, the songs, the songs great and all the musical elements and, it, it really is the next logical level up from where fun titled was musically and lyrically. Cause they took, they took the we energy and incorporated it with the me energy. Yeah. The song's really good. The Simpsons reference is top notch. Great. Yeah. As per, as per you know, <laughs> track, track record. Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I asked the, what is the most important thing? Because if you go down the history of this podcast, I think when you look at the synchronicity between me and Shelby, it's that we are so lyrically driven. For sure. And that's where we're going to match up is because like the lyrics to me are the most important part of the song um, because that's what gets me to identify with it. And that's what gets me to really feel the emotions of it. And I think that's um, also where we butt heads because we have both walked through life yeah. in different shoes. So when, exactly. so when yeah. one of us is like, why the fuck are you choosing that song? There's probably a lyric. There's probably a lyric in there that'll tell these you. These beautiful yeah. moments. Yeah. We have these beautiful moments at, at number two where we really sync up. Yeah. yeah, yeah honestly, no, I was. Oh my god. And I'm, I'm just sitting here in, in awe that y'all both had it at number one. That's just heartwarming. Honestly, <laughs> that that crossroads of synchronicity. You know what that is? Growth. It's growth. It's, it's growth. growth. It's friendship. It's friendship. It's I was going to say vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's also fine. And, and you know, everything. I remember I so, it's so everything when, to me. So I've seen them play the song live twice and I cried both times. Did they open with it? No, it was so weird. I had to ask them to play it at a show in Sacramento. I asked them to play it and they reluctantly played it. And then at Why? Fest, they played it in the middle of their set and I just was like weeping. So. I think I mentioned earlier that there were very few songs at Fest that I heard. This was one that yeah. I was like, everybody, no. leave me the Shut the fuck, fuck up. alone. <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. There's only two songs that I remember hearing live <laughs> yeah. and crying while they were playing. Right and this is one. Yeah. And the other That's... one was Accident Prone by Jawbreaker when they played that. Um, but this is the one where I just was like overwhelmed. That's not even our number one yet. That's locking in at number two. That's locking We're getting in real emo. Real emo hours. Real emo, up. Big emo vibes. Um, Shelby. Shelby. You know what you have to do. You know what time it is. 
<laughs> so I think I know, but I'm cracking under pressure. <laughs> there's two options that I personally will accept. So there's two options that I have, and they're both obviously off. Yeah. They're, they're on the same fucking record, obviously. Um, you play Zach and Cody, I'm going to be so... I mean... <laughs> I just, I just think there's such a canon pick that I think is number one. Yeah, um, it's got to be. Right? I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's we're talking be, around it, but you it's, know, it's, it's your choice. It's your choice. I know, but I really feel like I have to do this for the people, and that's why I'm gonna choose Spooky Scary, which was, to be fair, number four on my list because it is a great song. What? What? Is that that's your? Why. Is that your number one? That was my first Instagram handle. Can oh, I be honest no with shit. you? Huh? Can I be honest with y'all? Yeah. It was no. number 10 on my list. <gasps> okay. Holy shit. No, that makes sense for you, though, Jake. That does make sense. That it would be there, but it would be pretty low. Because it's a great <laughs> song. But, like, just as Jake as a person, he's going to have some some of the, the as, deeper cuts. I just love the situational moment where we're talking about that song, and then Jake's just, like, reluctantly sipping out of a pumpkin straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do I'm we like, agree oh, yeah. that this song probably belongs not number one? Like, yeah, probably. A lot of people I mean, are going to agree I with that. I have the song tattooed. I have lyrics from the song tattooed on me. Yeah. yeah. Number 10. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you got the tattoo, fool. That's number one energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this cool. Was, this tattoo was gotten before Cannabis Feeling came out. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Never mind. still upset, but I like this song a lot. It's a good song. This was also one of the other songs where I was like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up and leave me alone." Uh, it's it's their it's it's their final song when they play. Like right. it's like that song. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where you're closer. like, absolutely uh, a phenomenal song. It's so high energy, and. It is definitely one of those songs where I go, this is the song I want to write. I want to write a positive, high-energy tune, but I just I don't know how to do it. And, like, they know how to do this song. It they know has how to write big this number one energy. You know, the, the whole – the reason I got that line tattooed on me is because, like, that may be one of the greatest lines ever written in a song ever. Like, that whole context, the, like, you know uh, – I want to walk to a place that's not my home. I want to skateboard, tell it broken every bone. I want to say yes till I can't say no. Yeah. When I'm dead, it'll read on my tombstone. Life is something to laugh about. Yeah. I am. It I is, am feeling the gaggle right now. You were so. <laughs> it is so good because it's like yeah, like that's, uh, uh, that's, what you should live by. Life is something to laugh about. It's so good. I'm going to level with you. I was like 0.5 seconds away from playing homies where the heart is, but I, I oh, am happy. God. I am thank happy God. with my choice. I know. <laughs> I know, Jake. I was like, you know, I know that Jake has a tattoo. So <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, so we're going to be kind of happy, you know? So ever since I've gotten that tattoo, every time I've seen them, I always hold my arm up and pat points at my tattoo. Aww. That's amazing. <laughs> because, you know, it just has life. So then laugh out of my arm. Because that it is, I, I don't, I just can't. I mean, Lightweight has played this song. Lightweight never covers a song. We played this fucking song. That's yeah. how much we love this song. Because I hate cover songs. When band, bands play cover songs live, I think it is the dumbest shit ever. Why? It's just. Now, cover songs rule. You don't want to connect just, with just your play, audience? You no, don't want to play a song songs. that every single person's going to know? Okay. Because I'm just We're, saying right is, now oh. that 
if I go to a sad girls club show, I'm going to be hard pressed to find someone that sings along every lyric at me. But it's like, just you play your own songs. If your songs, are, if your songs are strong enough, just play your own songs. Okay, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Yeah, yeah, Lightweight covered <laughs> a good was a Charlotte special occasion song with us. Because it was a meme. That was a meme. That, that was, was not. Meme. It was a sincere. joke that literally we were the only people that enjoyed in the entire room. Oh, yeah. It was I just mean, it for, was for eight people. It was just for eight people. Yeah. But and like, the guys this, in Pew like, Pew Pew who were like, these people are fucking Oh, who hated stupid. it. They, they hated, hated it. They hated every moment of that. <laughs> I, I honestly think that's the appropriate situation to play a cover, is if it's for yeah. you, three other people, and people so, who will hate it. Yeah. So yeah, what, what we what did was, Russ, was, was Sad Girls Club started playing Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, and gradually... We switched out members until it was all lightweight playing. And Jake showed up. The to the, Jake showed up to the show from work, and he had missed most of our set. But he was like, "I don't know if I'll make yeah, any time to in. do it." And he came like, in and here. hopped on stage. It was yeah. such a moment. <laughs> Amazing. And um, it was yeah, gorgeous because um, we were the only two openers for that show. Yeah. So it was like the two yeah, of us, was, and yeah. then Pew Pew Pew, and so it, like it worked out. Honestly, really Pew gorgeous. Pew Pew yeah. played a Sad Girls Club lightweight show. Because if anybody I mean, knows anything, they, they know that when we're playing on the same bill, we make it all about our us and yeah, our friends. It's very true. So, about us. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so even with my hatred of cover that. songs, we played this song because I love this song that much. That's and a that's big, just, just big volumes for that's it. That's a big, big thing. Yeah. And me and Donnie specifically have a really big love for this song. Um, so I didn't mention this earlier, but when I chose the Zach and Cody song, because I'm not I'm not gonna say it all out loud. <laughs> Um, that's i asked earlier if donnie loved what lightweight because that song vocally really gave me big donnie energy big donnie energy that's vocally. definitely not one i would associate with him at all see but you know him better than i i'm do. gonna be honest he's probably never heard that song that's also fair but big donnie it gave me big <laughs> donnie vibes vocally yeah and i stand I by that, that. Yeah. as somebody who really analyzes that shit um yeah Big moment. Big moment. So spooky, scary. <gasps> We're all feeling pretty good. I know that we just talked about that. Russ, yeah. you're feeling good? It's it's my number one. And now it is the yeah. people's number one. Now the people official. I'm glad someone's number one made it to number one. The number ones. The number we one club. It. We did it. Um, wow. Look at us just locking in a full can list. That was exhausting. For Emotionally. Um, emotionally. I guess so emotional. Um, okay. <laughs> we're locking it in. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go over the list, and then we're going to talk discards. So number 11. Hell yeah. No, number 11 is number 11. No. Number 11 is medicine. Number 10 is trembling. Number 9, damn Julie, damn. Number 8 is not good enough, Gary. Number 7 is buried. Number 6 is airports and prank phone calls. Number 5 is the Denver Broncos versus the Denver Broncos. Number 4 is back roads. Number 3 is Jay's Cafe. Number 2 is can I borrow a feeling? And number 1 is spooky scary. Uh, Shelby, what are your discards looking like? My discards are, honestly, most of mine made it to the list or got vetoed at any point. What song did make it? Homies, Where the Heart Is was on my list. Also, Tomatito was on my list, but I didn't play it because I was like, everyone's going to hate this. So I did not play that. Both of those songs on that split made it to my end of the list. Um, <laughs> obviously, we're all very, very um, upset about the Zach and Cody song not making it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm so I, I do like that. Little, little green ghouls. Little green ghouls is 
probably one of the ones that I'm disappointed didn't make it. But I think that Denver Little Broncos. Is very yeah, it would have either been that or Denver Broncos for me, and I'm glad that Denver Broncos made it versus Denver Broncos and the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos? I'm just out here vibing. I love. I do love the title of the Zach and Cody one. I think that that's a fantastic. It's a great title. So funny. Not as good of a song. It is a good song. I think it might be the best Sprainer title. Are you ladies familiar with the work of Zach and Cody? <laughs> yeah. Genius. Incredible. It's a great title. It's Genius. title, yeah. Jake, what were your discards? Um, so at my uh, number 11, I had O.R. They, which okay. I'm kind of bummed didn't make the list. Um, That's a good one. And in fact, so I have a reminder that I've had on my phone. You know how you have the reminders app on your phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, that since probably 2012 or 2011 that says, or since 2012, 2013, that says you are someone's glue. Because, you know, this is your reminder. You are someone's glue. Uh, from this that's specific sweet. song. Uh, that's very Because <laughs> I love that line in this song. Um, and then at number, so I had number, uh, Spooky Scary number 10, Not Good Enough Gary number 9. Number 8, I had, I'm going to look one more time for that baby deer. Ooh. Phenomenal song. <laughs> Underrated. Underrated. Phenomenal Underrated. song. Uh, you know, the, the chorus of that one is just so good. That the, this hurts more than words could ever say. Oh, so good. Um, then I had Backroads. I had Damn Julie Damn, Medicine. And then number five, I had Internet Maymays. Oh, this is where I'm going to defend this song. That was an interesting choice that you made. So this was their first song back. And the whole song is about reconnecting with friends. Okay. Or like coming back to friendship, re-experiencing moments with people. And this song means a lot to me because there was a period of time where my best friends, the Cody Andersons, the Brian Bickles, the Kyle Andersons, all those people, where I was disconnected from them because I was in some other world. I was in some other zone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then years passed by and then we reconnected. Even with Brian Bickle, like Brian Bickle, I didn't reconnect with until he was out of the Navy a couple of years. Damn. And he was, he was in the Navy for a while. Um, and this song really represents that feeling for me and that time where I was just like mentally kind of just out of it. I was just mentally not there. I was just was like, I was like in this entirely different zone from where I am, where I have been since 2016 or whatever. And, you know, just the way the song is written and the lyrics, you know, the like, it's the time stood still. It's kind of like we fell asleep into our dreams and reality took the back seat. We're living in this different place. You know, um, it really struck me really in a considerable way. And the, the line in the song that really makes it for me is the, um, is the, I've spent most of my time in a fucking hole, but every once in a while I get to see the people that make me feel a little less alone. That line is like absolutely crucial to my existence where it's like, you know, it's the idea that you're, you value that interaction and that friendship so much that that that's what is crucial in your life. And that is me like, that is a line that defines me as a person. Um, and that's why the pandemic has been so hard is because that line is like my thing. Yeah. Totally. Um, and that's why it was so high up on my list. I retract and I my snootiness. I normally yeah, wouldn't I talk too. I normally wouldn't talk this much about a discard, but that song really means a lot to me. 
Honestly, a good story um, goes a long way. It's true. Yeah, and and you know the the um, I have also have uh thanatophobia like severely, and I've gone to therapy for it, which is the fear of dying. And the part where it's the you know if I'm gonna die tonight, I want to be inside, be inside an old house with every person who's ever changed in my life. Like that line is like so. Even with that thing that I have to deal with, it's like so comforting to hear that. Right. And like for some reason, like even accepting that moment and thinking about that, like that line is an absolutely comforting thing for me where it's like if I'm if I'm in the moment and I'm thinking about all those people, if I'm thinking about the Shelby's and the Eric's and the Brian's and the Donnie's and the Brandon's and the Cody's and the Kyle's and the Jeff's and all those people, if I'm thinking about those people, that's I'm comfortable in that moment. I'm comfortable dying in that moment because I think about all the moments of those people. That's so nice. Are we crying on the Are we crying on Maine for the first time? I am. That's you. That's and and that's why that song. I want to make the song make the list, and that's what that song means to me. And that's why I normally, like I said, normally wouldn't talk about discard this long, but that's why. I wanted to argue for this song because I love that song that much. And that's what it means to me. I'm going to go back and listen to that harder. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like an asshole for vetoing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm so sorry, dude. It'd be like that sometimes. And speaking of my uh, thanatophobia, Damn You a Box was my number two. Somehow I I knew you loved that song. We probably talked about it, but, but goddamn. That was the first one you heard? Oh, because they opened yeah, with it. Because they opened right, with that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. I, like I was listening to the record this morning, and I, um, that song came on. I was like, wow. I I saw them open with that song three or four times, and I was like, what a fucking powerhouse of an opener. That one didn't make my list though, surprisingly. Yeah. Which is it's kind of fucking good about it. It's that chorus, right? It's that. So when the dirt replaces the sky and our bodies get get eaten alive, will your friends this be is- too brave to cry? Because they're not scared that everything dies. It is just so. It just hits you so hard that, um, I don't know, it's just a considerable moment in my life hearing that for the first time. Yeah. In, in like, sure. seeing them play it. That it, it just couldn't be anything but number two on my list, you know. Yeah. Um, it just is, like, next level. It's just next level good stuff, and it had to be number two on my list. Lord. Next level good stuff is a very good phrase. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Can, I, can I call a song that? Yeah, can uh, I put that in my song? Permission. Yeah, you have a we have a permission. Thank you. Okay, now I'm dying to know Russ, aka Ike, aka Eichlers. What are your discards? Hey, that's me. <laughs> Hang on, I have to write down next level good stuff real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it's on my list right next to Super Finger by Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? That's incredible. That's, yeah, the next Eichler's record is going to be crazy. That's so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> I'm glad you think so. I like, yeah, I think it's fucking Super hilarious. Finger by Goldman. <laughs> Eichler's is for the people. That's, that is Eichler's is for the people. That's, yeah, Eichler's. Well, <laughs> Eichler's. Russ, what was on your uh, discard? So I, dude, a lot of my discard was um, stuff from the Mark, Tom, and Patrick show just because the all the like split and EP songs are nearest and dearest to my heart as a as a young college post 
18. Um, see, I, I actually got five out of the 11 on my list, which I feel pretty good about. Uh, subsidizing Edward Norton didn't make the list. <laughs> um, Sorry. That's, let's open the floodgates. Let's open our hearts. That's a great song. Uh, again, same kind of same energy as Jay's Cafe. So yeah. I wasn't I wasn't too bummed that it didn't make it, but definitely top 11 for me. Um, one one that I was pretty bummed didn't make it was Take Your Shoes Off, Thank My Mom, which is just about like being at a house show. And it's got that fucking sick ass, oh my fucking mm-hmm. God, outro where they like break it down. It's just that guitar break. There was like an, an old Kill the Bat song that never got released that I just stole it straight from. up stole stole the riff from <laughs> that song rules do you guys even like you too was on my list that was number three <laughs> that song was so far away from my list it i i love most sprainerd songs that song is just not one that was anywhere near my list but what a good fucking name what a good name what a great name even yeah it's it, it's a good name because the answer is no no <laughs> yeah that song rules i love that song um other than that i, I feel i feel pretty good i feel pretty confident i most most of the other stuff was on or yeah you... honestly yeah yeah let's see one two three four five six yeah six out of eleven ain't bad that's, not bad at all. that's pretty that's, sick that's a win that's, that's what we call a win, a over win. Here. yeah that's that's what we call a jake's list I feel like the golden posse boy over here. Yeah. You are. Yeah. I feel like more often than not, I'm every bummed. episode, Jake will have most of his songs get on the list. Yeah. I'm bummed that Until the Next Time didn't make it. That's a great song. That is a great song. A really good song. That yeah, was and written like, about their friend that passed away. And that was like 10 years ago yesterday, actually, because I yeah. have a lot of mutual friends with that dude. Yeah. And it's just such a positive, good song about looking back at somebody that meant a lot in your life that passed away. Yeah. Um, that I'm kind of bummed to make the list. It was originally on my list, but then it got bumped off. Medicine actually bumped it off. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Honestly, same though, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So normally I will make a list of 11, but I must make an admission. I thought there would be a lot more synergy. So I was like, I'm going to bring my top eight. Like, this is what I'm doing. I'm having a hard time narrowing the yeah. rest of them down. And I was like, it's going to be fine. And I was like, oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. Greater voice, and then it wasn't fine. <laughs> we're like, it was we're, not. Fine. We're doing MySpace, but I've had right. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. This honestly, great episode. Great episode. Great app. I'm just happy Good that. Had um, by so, all. can I give a quick shout out? No. Yes. So, Absolutely. They released a seven-inch called Bench, right? Yes. And it oh, had a song called "The End of Rock Piano." Oh, the John Crodian cover. The John Crodian cover. And if you can locate that John Crodian record, in fact, you can fucking email me, jakefadel at gmail.com, and I will send it to you because it's not available anymore. It is one of my favorite EPs ever written. It's flawless front to back. It I is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and they covered it. They covered the song. So luckily, they the song could still exist in the, in the universe. But you can't find the actual EP anymore. So if you want it, and I swear to you that the songs are just as good, if not better, than that song. Uh, to email me jakefadel at gmail.com and I will send it to you because it is so good. I didn't Actually, at risk of being a contrarian, there is that one song that like has a little bit of slut shamey energy, which I'm not too great like not too keen on. Yeah. You may be I my just, honey, but yeah. you catch too many flies. Yeah, I don't know 
know about that. Yeah, one. but I also just love how quick it is. <laughs> like it's like yeah. really, I think it's lyrically clever. But like fireworks is my main song on that record, and that song wow. is absolutely phenomenal. The fucking straight edge song. We are yeah. the youth of today, tomorrow, or whatever it's called. It's great. It's great. <laughs> so sick. Oh my gosh. I think with that, this has been the Lousy Advice Podcast. Indeed. It has. It has. Um Yay. Yay us. Go us. Uh Lousy Advice Podcast. Us. Um, we're a band. Uh Lousy Advice <gasps> is a band. Listen we to are our music everywhere uh you listen so to music. I'm, I'm so excited to i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there to listeners i'm so excited after i get vaccinated to fly down to visit you guys and maybe we can, write, we can write songs we, we can, can write songs, songs. We're yeah. so close. we can write new music I'm cool. i mean because we have like one song but i just haven't done anything to it because i've been so depressed yes as of the second week of may it's our whole household is going to be vaccinated and you're going to be vaccinated Same. yeah so yeah i'm gonna we'll- be i'm gonna be Antibodied up. I'm gonna have so many antibodies we, in me. You're gonna be like, "Whoa, what's going on?" We're gonna you? hug the heck out yeah. of you. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. So many antibodies. You I'm gonna. I'm gonna invite you. Just yeah. spit in my mouth. Oh, point. also, little fun fact. Shout out to the Lousy Pod. <laughs> it's officially been one year of Lousy oh, Advice one Podcast. Year. One, one year, year today. Lousy Advice Podcast. Oh my gosh. You know what you should do for that, uh, everybody out there? Go and give us a five-star fucking rating Please. on yeah, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. True. I thought and- you were going to say send us money. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. Send- <laughs> Honestly, if you want to just send us money in celebration, five dollars for, for five stars. Five dollars for five stars on the Lousy Advice Podcast. Um, yeah, check us out on the NotSolidNetwork.com. We got all kinds of cool shit there. And um, listen to us. And yeah, uh, Russ... Thank you for doing the podcast. Thanks for hanging out. Of course. Thank you for having me. This has been been the highlight of my week. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Yay. Um, so have we. With that, is there anything else to say? As the Jonas Brothers would say, good night and goodbye. Yeah. If I knew as, that song, I would start as singing. As Kenny Omega would say, goodbye and good night. As, in as Gerard Way would say, so long and good night. And, and as, as Imogen, as, as Imogen he would say, say good night and go. Say good night and go. <gasps> We're going to say good night and go. No, it's okay. I'm okay. just worried about you. She touched my poison you. oak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stopping the podcast. Ooh. <laughs>